Where have all my students gone? This is a question that a lot of fitness professionals ask themselves and it usually happens at certain times in the year. For example, summer. Classes never tend to be that busy during the summer in comparison to January when everybody decides to make all of those New Year's resolutions to go and get fit or September when the kids have gone back to school and everybody has decided that they need to get in shape for Christmas. In this episode, I'm going to teach you how to try and retain those students, but also why retention isn't your only option. Hi, my name is Mel Bridger. I'm a personal trainer, health and fitness blogger, and I'm also a fitness tutor and assessor. I've been in the fitness industry for a very long time and have now decided it's time to share that wealth of knowledge that I have. Fitness classes are like fast food restaurants. The turnover is high, so you mustn't beat yourself up if all those students when you have that crazy influx of people after january have suddenly decided not to come back if you've got a retention rate of say between 10 to 15 percent that's really really good going at different times of the year people will flock to classes people will also stop going to classes so what you need to do is combine focusing on those loyal members to make them feel valued and also different ways of marketing to make sure you're getting fresh blood into your classes. Building a Facebook community can really help to make your loyal customers feel special. I have a Facebook group, I've been running it for about six years now and there's close to 400 members in there. They don't all come to class anymore. Some of them haven't been to classes for years. I've either moved venues or they can no longer make the classes that I teach, but they still like to be involved. I identified that as a new market recently for online video. Not gonna discuss that today, but it is a way of me retaining members that I've had in that group for a while, providing online workouts for them so they can access me at any time and they don't have to make classes. Facebook groups are a fantastic way, like I said, of making your participants feel valued. You can do competitions, you can do live talks in there, you can post the workouts that you did, you can post the playlist that you used, something that will get your students engaging and making them feel welcome. One of the group's new functions is it identifies when new people have joined and you can click on it and it will automatically pull the people that have joined recently, say within the last week, and it will say, let's welcome our new members. This is a really good function and it also means that your existing clients can jump on, say hi, and anyone who's new will feel really valued. They'll feel part of a community. Works quite well for me. I don't do it every week because I don't have people join every week. I probably do it once a month just to say hi and for people to interact with each other. Posts that you put in the group don't always have to be fitness based. You can post and just say to people, what did you have for breakfast? Or what are you doing this weekend? Or oh my God, did anybody see X on the TV? You can come up with a few subjects that are just completely normal, not fitness related at all. And they encourage engagement with Existing customers, it's really, really important to make sure that you touch base with them. And Facebook is a great way of doing that. But don't neglect the power of newsletters. Email newsletters are a really, really good way of making people feel engaged if they don't like using social media very often. Some people don't like to post publicly in groups and that's okay. A lot of people will just read the posts. If they didn't like being in the group, they wouldn't be there, they'd leave. That's what I tell myself when I have all of these people in there and I think, why aren't they coming to class? People have a variety of reasons. One of the recent things I did was an email challenge. So I automated it in MailChimp. I won't talk about email marketing today, but I can do it in another episode if you would like me to. 
So I did an email challenge. It didn't cost me anything. All I had to do was put the emails together and set up the automation so they went out daily for those people that signed up to the newsletter. I then asked people to comment and share in the Facebook group and on Instagram. And it's got quite a lot of engagement for us and it's been brilliant. What I've also done is bought a small prize for the winner. So the winner basically was the person who posted the most on social media and that will be presented to them at the end of the month. Challenges are a really good way of getting people involved. If they're struggling, they can comment. If they're not sure how to do something, they can comment. They can hit reply on the email newsletter. I actively encourage them to do that. Email newsletters are a great way of engaging with new people and also engaging with your clients. The key thing is to make people feel valued. Don't make people feel like they're a pound sign because they just won't want to come back to class. Being perfectly honest here, there's a lot of people, a lot of us have done it previously. People come through the door and we think, oh, I haven't got that many people in here tonight. Not going to make that much money. It's not actually something that I do anymore. And that is the honest truth. I have different ways that my members can pay for their sessions so we do a punch card deal we do pay as you go and we do members it just really gives people the opportunity to pay for classes within their own budget i have a mixture of members a mixture of new people and a mixture of people that have punch cards and it works really really well because they feel valued because they have different options and different ways to pay we also do a loyalty card scheme so members come they have their card and once they've attended five classes they get their sixth class for free This is something that one of my team suggested we do. We introduced it a couple of years ago and it's probably the most popular thing that we've ever done. Yes, we get an influx of classes where people have all got a free pass and it's great, but those people keep coming back. So don't think of it as giving something away for free. Think of it as adding value or making your members feel special. Every member should feel special or be made to feel special. Not just your existing members, but new members too. So what I would suggest you do is write down a few things that you feel would benefit your members. If you're really stuck, have a look at what some of the big companies are doing out there. The loyalty card scheme, we got that idea from Nando's. And we actually say to our students, if you don't bring your card, we're just like Nando's, we won't sign it off. So they make sure that they've got that loyalty card there with them. What those students are doing as well then is they're telling their friends about it and then the friends are coming and you'll see them, they'll be like, oh, don't forget to get your loyalty card and you've got to bring it every week. And we see people posting pictures on Facebook where they've taken selfies and you can see their loyalty cards are tucked into the back of their phones. And that always makes me smile when I see that. That's all for today. I really hope that you found this episode useful and I will speak to you in my next episode where I may or may not address email marketing.